1: It's time, it's time to hit the ice, Penguin fans, Chris Mack had you covered with all the news and notes surrounding Surrounding your Penguin, only on 5th Avenue Faceoff. Welcome back in 5th Avenue Faceoff, as the Pens enjoy the spoils of what was a nice weekend, rare we get to see them win a back-to-backs like that, but they did it. And get ready to head down south for three big games and the trade deadline. Happy to be joined by the host of Helmet Hair, Yins Hers, the podcast, as well as Penguin Superfan, Jordan DeFigio. Is it DeFigio or DeFigio? I want to make sure I say it DeFigio,
0: yes. DeFigio, okay. All
1: right, I want to make sure I have that right. Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, at Fidge Newton, F-I-D-G-E, Newton. Um, Thanks for doing this, because you are one of those people. Like, I think back to when the Crosby Malkin years first started to materialize. And I was a young man without all these gray hairs on the side of my head. <laughs> and like how cool it was to see the community of Penguin fans spawn itself online. You know, you think back mm-hmm. to like things like the Penn's blog, which was a big yeah. deal back in the day. Um, and to see that community grow and come together online. And now in this generation, it feels like you're one of the 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 leaders of that, I don't want to call it a movement. It's not that. It's just you being yourself online on social media, but this super fan movement, for lack of a better way to put it. So um, what, I guess, let's start here. What's your background that led you to becoming a Penguins and Steelers super fan?
0: Well, first of all, it's very kind of you. Thank you so much. Uh, I have loved Pittsburgh sports for the entirety of my life. Uh, so to be grouped in with, with people who are leading the the charge of online fans for the, the city is just, it is honestly an honor. I, like I just said, I grew up watching the Steelers, the Penguins, the Pirates, my dad and my grandfather, both huge fans. So they kind of raised me up in that. And I think that in Pittsburgh, there is a certain level of you're born into it if if you Mm -hmm. have that bent towards competitive things then you just automatically you love the sports here and the culture and it's really special and really unique and it's just always been a part of my life and I have always followed and enjoyed
1: so so what hello Phoebe how are you (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate her saying Going hello.
0: wild. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, l- let me ask you this. What takes you then from being uh, a fan to saying, you know what? I'd like to take it to the next level and develop some level of online presence because like, uh, uh, again, I'm, I'm dating myself. I'm aging myself here, but like when I decided to get on Twitter, it was because it had just come about and I was working mm-hmm. in the media at the time. So I, I don't want to say I was forced to where I had to, but it was just the smart thing to do when yeah, you don't right. have to do it for your job. When it's just a way of connecting with other people, mm-hmm. what made you say, Hey, you know what? I, I really want to dive into this and become someone who sort of builds again. I hate to put it this way because it sounds cheesy, a network of people mm-hmm. that I connect with who are like-minded.
0: There's something really cool about being part of a bigger thing. And I think that's why that's a big component of why people follow sports to begin with is that camaraderie, the the connection to other people. And it sort of, it started out casually enough. I was on Twitter and Instagram just because most people are these days. Social media is a pretty big part of day-to-day life. So I I started just casually when I was living in Nashville, posting these different things in my stories about frustrating things that were happening. That was the era of Antonio Brown kind of going off the rocker and McCutcheon being traded away. There were a lot of very emotional things happening that were kicking right. up vis- visceral reactions in me. So I, the only thing that I knew to do because I was living somewhere else was just put it out there and it was cathartic for me because it gave me an outlet to just vent and you know, share whatever i was thinking on those topics but what i found interesting was that the majority of people who actually responded to those things were people who didn't care about sports at all and they they all commented on how they they Loved how much I cared and also felt like they were part of it, even though they had no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) So that was kind of my foot in the door of thinking this this could be a potential not platform, but thing to build on, because Mm. I had never really thought about creating anything out of my love of sports. It just was part of me. And that was that.
1: So how do you go then from just looking for an outlet to sort of find other uh, yinzer sports fans uh, mm-hmm. online so you have somebody you can you know also see is cathartically getting things out about whatever it may be. The Pirates breaking the team mm-hmm. up after 15 or AB acting like a knucklehead or <laughs> whatever it may be. Um, how do you go from that to hey oh yeah podcast sure I'd love to tell people what I think in addition to typing it out 140 or 280 characters at a time
0: mm, so long story a little less long <laughs> I I do music as well and I have some just you know very uh, basic equipment to software to record and a decent microphone and I got that to do different demos and tracks and just get down ideas so in 2020 when the world shut down right i like a lot of people had tons of time on my hands and podcasting was about sports was always kind of something that was in the back of my mind like maybe someday but not today i don't have time i don't want to risk it who would care all of the different things that you think that cycle through your brain when you're considering right. starting something new but when there was literally nothing to do I, I the the fear kind of dissipated and i felt this overwhelming sense of what do i have to lose it, if right. if nothing else it just gives me it it helps me learn how to use this software a little bit better i can become a better storyteller in general Mm -hmm. and then best case scenario people listen they care it turns into something cool and that was kind of where where that came from and where it uh where it's gone
1: well and if nothing else like you said earlier it's it's catharsis right it's it's a chance to it's funny my mother-in-law used to say this all the time she's like you know you get to go to work and talk and uh, and get mad and let everything out that you're thinking about these teams that you're absolutely obsessed with it's basically your therapy like you're Mm -hmm. and i was like you have a hell of a point there that's that's true it is it's therapy it's catharsis getting everything Mm -hmm. out so that's a that's a really good point so that which brings us to today it is monday february 27th because people may download this and listen to it later. Um, In fact, that's my hope. Um, So (laughs) that being said, we're coming off of the pens winning back to backs for what feels like the first time in a year, Um, right? (laughs) um, a, 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 A huge win over a really good Tampa Bay lightning team in a huge way with the half dozen unanswered goals after nearly letting one in St. Louis slip away, but nonetheless, it's a good weekend. So as a fan, how do you walk away after we were ready to like burn the whole thing to the ground on, on Friday <laughs> yeah. after the loss to Edmonton? All of us, every yeah. one of us was ready mm-hmm. to trade them all. Um, how do you feel about it now? How much of you uh, allowed yourself to come back around to uh, maybe they're not the worst thing in the world?
0: Um, I would say I would say that I'm not quite. I was never at that point where I was like, they're the worst thing in the world. I always kind of felt like they have the pieces there. They're just really struggling. They're overthinking everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we saw this weekend from them more so in the Tampa Bay game than the St. Louis game. Cause that was a lot closer. They stopped it from what I could see. They stopped overthinking everything. They weren't making extra passes when they didn't have to, they were just shooting the puck. They were getting in front of the net. They were doing all the things that they hadn't been doing for forever. And they were seeing results from it, especially that bottom line, having Teddy Bluger score, having Drew O'Connor score that was massive for them. And for that, that boost in momentum that they needed because the the fourth line has been playing relatively well. They've, they've defended well, they've forechecked well, they've been all over the ice. And, uh, to see them rewarded for that was good. However, however, that third line is still rough. Uh, what do you do with that? You need some guys to come in, maybe just one guy come in, shake things mm-hmm. up. And I I just don't trust that they're gonna keep playing that way. I feel like they're gonna revert back to the, let's just see how many times we can pass the puck in front of the net before we can get it to the net. I, I don't know, I'm, I'm nervous. But I'm a little bit more hopeful than I've been in a while because they have they played well against two – well, maybe, again, not St. Louis so much, but the Tampa Bay Lightning. They played really well against them. And sometimes that's exactly what you need to build on, just not sure if they're going to build on it.
1: Right. That's the question now as they head, head to Nashville. So you're wearing – I'm, I'm looking at you, you're wearing your Predators hat. What is mm-hmm. this? Is this like – a-
0: it's a free hat. I got it for free because a Christmas I, my mom got me a Chris Letang Jersey for Christmas and it took forever to get here. So the company was like, take a free hat. And that's what it is. <laughs> that's
1: okay. Hey, if, if I, I got plenty of free stuff that I, I wear just cause it's free stuff.
0: Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You gotta take advantage of it.
1: Ab- absolutely. So uh, I'm going to put you, I'm going to put Jordan DeFigio in Ron Hextall's seat. Ron Hextall has been thrown out the window and he had a terrible fall. He's been in an accident. He's going to be okay. He's going to survive, but he's in the hospital, unable to use a phone or talk or speak or even text over oh. the next week. So you're in charge now Bummer. because okay. yeah, <laughs> you seem really broken up about that hypothetical Oops. there. <laughs> I put you in charge. What are you doing okay. between now and three o'clock on Friday?
0: something, anything (laughs) I'm like, there aren't very many big names left because I feel like a lot of other teams in Mm -hmm. our division or our conference have have swept them up They're They've all kind of been taken off. And regardless, we don't have that much cap space to work with anyway. Kasperi Kapanen being picked up freed some much needed space, but I, I would be looking into who can we get to center that third line? Because right now, I, I really do think it, they're they're not going to be able to find a goaltender to fix this situation. Because either Tristan Jari is going to stay healthy or he isn't, it, and that is kind of going to make or break this season in my mind. So okay. don't don't go wild trying to get a backup goaltender just in case Jari gets hurt. I think that if he can stay healthy. De Smith is a very serviceable backup. And right. ideally, going down the stretch, you won't need him. So if that is what I'm anticipating being the case and understanding if, if Jari gets hurt, we're probably, our season is over, right. I would be looking into the market like, okay, may, we're probably not going to be able to get anybody to take on the cap hit of Jeff Carter but you never know, because I didn't think that anybody was going to take on Kapanen's cap hit. So point, yeah. I would I would be doing I would be making as many phone calls as possible, seeing who we can move to get somebody else in. And again, not a big name. We don't need a big name. Our top two lines have been performing very well. All we need is maybe a depth piece or two more than we currently have, because I trust the fourth line. It's just that third line. Eh, eh, eh. And like looking mm-hmm. at the looking at the rosters from the back-to-back cup runs, with you know the exception of the the all-star third line that we had of Benino, mm-hmm. Kessel, Hagelin. Like the the other guys who were the depth pieces were relatively inexpensive, but they all played really well. And right. I I'm not super I haven't been that in tune with who other teams are kind of shopping around, but I would definitely be on the phone from now until 3 PM on Thursday, seeing who I could get to, to just mix up that third line because they need, they need some new life and some new energy and they're just not going to get it. If, if Hextal sits on his hands.
1: So before I let you run, uh, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they keep up with what you're up to these days?
0: I am in most places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Fidge Newton. I have my helmet hair podcast that's at helmet hair pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can, you can listen to episodes wherever you find your podcasts. Mm-hmm. So very easy to find. It's just helmet hair. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm primarily on the sports train on Twitter. So that's um, where you can find me.
1: All right. Well, we're going to keep up with you because I think it's wildly entertaining. Uh, um, the Super Bowl party looked fantastic. I would oh, have it was a to,
0: blast. It was I, a blast. <laughs>
1: I would have had to roll out of there. You would have had to just push yeah, me down the steps. We all
0: did. Yeah, because
1: yeah, I wouldn't have been able to walk out. Um, keep up the great work. Uh, I think you, uh, you do a great job of developing what is a fun atmosphere on social media all too many times people just want to be angry just to be angry online Mm -hmm. and I get the sense that it's uh that you're about a whole lot more than just that it's about like I said earlier at the start developing that that community that connection online so I anytime there are positive people doing that it's a good thing uh and I want to let them know that it's appreciated so Jordan thanks for the time today I really appreciate it
0: thank you so much for having me it was a pleasure and I just I'm really appreciative that you asked me to do this
1: as I was saying, I just love the positivity that Jordan brings to social media. We all like to to moan and bitch and complain about our teams. Uh, rightfully so, right? Our teams do something stupid uh, or they lose a game and it breaks our heart. And we get mad sometimes. That's how we deal with it. But it's good to see that there's still positivity out there uh, in how we connect with other fans and that it's not just everybody being big mad online. Great to talk to Jordan. Uh, we'll do another edition in just a couple of days after the Nashville game ahead of the Penns trip to Tampa, who they just handled at home over the weekend. How do they handle the lightning down in uh, the sun coast of Florida? And then it's the deadline and then it's Florida everything's coming hot and heavy at this point. So how do the pens handle it over the next couple of weeks? Hopefully it's a whole lot more of what we saw against the lightning and the blues and a whole lot less of what we saw last week uh, against the Oilers, for example, but we'll be back to break it all down the Nashville game and look ahead to the next matchup with the lightning on the next episode of fifth Avenue faceoff. Don't forget, you got to subscribe. Inside your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts, download, listen, rate, and review. We appreciate all of it as we roll along, chug towards the trade deadline, and down the stretch run. It depends. Chris Mack, thank you for joining me here on another episode of 5th Avenue Faceoff.